Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Ian Nolan, the co-founder and CEO of BrightFlag, a legal spend and matter management software platform for corporate legal departments. Hi, Ian. How are you? Hi, Ari. Delighted to be here. Oh, it's a privilege. So tell us about your background and the genesis of BrightFlag. I started straight out of school working in software, having not studied it in my undergraduate degree. Started off initially working for a company that built software, case management software for law firms. I'm originally from Dublin, which is where I still live. And I worked for that company out of Dublin, and we built software for law firms in Ireland and the UK, learning what it meant to kind of put it in the hands of people and make sure that they used it successfully. It was a small company, so I ended up doing elements of kind of matter of sales and marketing as well as part of that. So I got the bug for building software and also the bug, I guess, for building companies as well. My last two years of working with that company, I got an MBA in the evening time and more or less on the back of my MBA, then left that job and started what was to become Bright Flag at the time. That's kind of how I got into it. The concept of why Bright Flag in particular and why this concept? Well, in that job, I was building software for law firms, which was ostensibly supposed to be making lawyers more efficient. I spent all my working days building better and better software that was had the goal of making the lawyers more efficient, but ultimately, if I was being honest with myself, never really did. The light bulb went off one day that the problem we had was not the software we were building, it was the incentives inherent in the system. In other words, to put it glibly, why would people want to be more efficient when they charge by the hour? That was kind of the start of the journey or the kind of the idea in my head and my co-founder, Alex, who was a lawyer also in Dublin, experiencing similar kind of problems, except on the other side of the fence as a practitioner himself. We came together to build a software and a company that would tackle that problem. And that's really where we came from initially. Why is spend management an important area for in-house teams? BrightFlag is a platform that focuses on spend and matter management, a couple of areas that are all related to the operations of the legal department. The key reason why this is important is that historically, there was an expectation that the general counsel of an organization was simply the most senior lawyer in the organization. As much of an onus as there has been in recent years, the operational efficiency of the legal department and what has shifted in recent years, and this has been driven by a lot to do with the legal operations movement and a number of other factors, but a movement towards an expectation that the legal department now is a true business partner and the expectation that they are kind of running as a true business rather than simply a group of lawyers. So all the areas around processes, financial prudence, managing budgets, managing matters, essentially being good stewards of the very large budgets and money that are spent with external providers of legal services. Every general counsel, and I'm sure you speak to many in your line of work, Ari, will tell you the same, that their job is not only just to deliver good results for the company in terms of legal outcomes, but also to be doing that in a way that is both cost-effective and you know, brings the maximum amount of value that that legal department can bring to the company. How can law departments apply artificial intelligence to optimize their operations? Artificial intelligence is just a means to an end. So we pioneered, I guess, the concept of machine learning and AI in the legal operations space when we entered the market around six and a half years ago in 2015. It's important to remember is that if I'm a person sitting in a legal department, 
and I want to optimize my operations. AI is just one methodology through which I would do that. So I think it's important to remember that AI in and of itself is not something that will solve your problems. You need to be tackling a problem that's worthwhile solving and know that the solution you're getting is better. With that in mind, let me talk about some of the areas that Briflag focuses on that I think are important for any legal team to be focusing on. The first is the ability to effectively scope work for your internal team. So to be able to make intelligent decisions about whether the work, first of all, should be resourced internally versus externally. Secondly, if it is resourced externally, which providers should you choose? How should you set the guardrails around what the engagement is going to be? All that decision-making is done 10 times better with a data set that informs it. So a tool like Bright Flag will be reading and categorizing every element of historical matters that have happened in the past. So when you go to scope a piece of work, you understood, okay, the last 10 or 20 times that this piece of work was done, what were the important items of note? What were the cost implications of each component phase of it? And then how can I use that data for intelligently engaging an external counsel on the next time I do a similar piece of work? That's the first area. The second area you can apply AI, well known in the industry right now that Bright Flag drives, is through invoice review. So a very important job of managing external law firms and managing costs as a whole is having a good, robust process through which legal invoices are reviewed by the legal team internally. So what Bright Flag and AI solutions can do there is to inform the lawyers better such that every piece of the invoice is automatically read and matched against the billing guidelines of the organization. And the attention is drawn to the lawyer of areas that potentially might be problematic or maybe outside the scope of what was initially agreed with the firm. The third area and an area that we've been working on over the last couple of years, and we've seen a lot of great developments on are in terms of budgeting and forecasting. So if you can imagine a general counsel sitting down to do her annual budget for the year for a legal team, and she sees that maybe last year she spent $30 million on legal fees, Bright Flag is able to say now, as we set it next year budget, and you put $35 million in there, Bright Flag can intelligently look at all the work that has been going on over the previous years and tell you, is $35 million likely to be too high, too low, and what that number ideally should be? So three key areas every legal department of the world is struggling with that AI can help. But there are a whole bunch more that we could spend a bunch of time talking about. But it's important to distinguish between you know, the very high priority areas that AI can affect and not get distracted by just the concept or the term of AI in general. What effect is this approach having on the future of the billable hour? Our company mission is to change the nature of the way legal services is delivered. And what we mean by that is to move away from charging for time to charging for value. In other words, ending the concept of the billable hour as much as is optimal for the legal industry. But that is a long journey that will take a decade or more. So I say all that to say that the effect of better legal operations in general has some effect on the future of the billable hour, but maybe not as quickly as been talked about in the past or as people would ideally like. So we see things being affected around the edges. If you look at the totality of legal work that is done in the world right now, numbers are bandied about by how much is done on billable hour versus not. And, you know, there is talk about 15 to 20 percent maybe having moved over to fixed or alternative fee arrangements, while the rest of it sitting in the billable hour category. We would see that as probably being even less than that. So the truth of the matter is that the billable hour is still by far the most commonly used methods to both scope and to price and to charge for legal work. So the effect of what we're doing and what other similar initiatives in the market is kind of slow and incremental and having changing things around the edges. 
Low value repeatable work is now moving more and more to fixed fee work, but the vast majority still has not been been affected. And that really is the opportunity for a company like Bright Flag and the entire legal system to kind of move towards that goal. It is slower than we would like it to be. That's just truth of the matter. Did the pandemic impact the way professionals track their time? We're focused on helping corporate legal departments. So most of our conversations are with how corporate legal departments are working and accessing their data centrally. Tracking time is not as important a goal for corporate legal teams as it is for law firms themselves. It must have an impact. But in some ways, it hasn't been something that we have focused on primarily. In terms of the billing model of law firms and how bills have been issued, there hasn't been a change in the substance of narrative time entries on the ability to produce those. But I'm sure there must have been difficulties behind the scenes in producing all that while people were working from home. How do you see legal departments transforming their operations as they return to a central office again? We as a company have had to deal with that ourselves as a technology provider. From having conversations with hundreds of legal departments around the world throughout the last 15 months that we've been in this pandemic, the world has reacted very well, purely out of necessity. What has emerged is better processes for operating outside the norms of having everybody in the office every day. So what are those? They're in two main categories in my head. Number one, they are communications. Are the systems in place such that people communicate effectively, even if they're not in the office every day? And then secondarily, and this is more where BriFi comes into play, are there centralized systems of record whereby all the information is tracked such that the same work can continue even if everybody's not in the office every day? And I say that so that, you know, as we move towards legal departments and the whole world coming back to work, coming into the office every day, we are, and certainly we as a company, and and I hear from other legal departments, moving much more towards a world where some people will be in the office every day, some people will be in the office some days, and some people will be working remotely full time. Companies and legal departments have to deal with that reality in the world. In other words, the systems that they've had in place throughout the last 16 months are probably the same systems that they will need to have in the future the forcing mechanism of the coronavirus pandemic. This is one of the areas in which we can say there has been a positive outcome out of it. It has simply accelerated our journey in this direction as an industry. Given that expectation, how important is it for legal technology software to integrate with other applications? Interoperability or well-integrated software is always the primary goal in any area of technology, let alone in legal departments. API-based approaches, which is the way we build BriFlag, ways in which you can kind of directly integrate with other systems and have our system integrate with other pieces of software legal departments are using is extremely important. However, I would say it is high up the list of considerations, but not at the very top. It should always be the goal of the legal department that every piece of software they have interacts and integrates with each other piece of software seamlessly, but it shouldn't strive for that goal, be such a slave to that goal that you aren't getting the functionality that you need. If there is a a very specific piece of software, maybe it might be coming from a particularly innovative startup that hasn't yet built out the capabilities to integrate with everything in your ecosystem, you shouldn't rule out those solutions if they are the best tool to do the job for yourselves. In summary, it is an important goal, but not the primary goal for building out a legal technology roadmap. Where do you see this sector headed? We're in a very interesting time as the world comes out of this global pandemic we are in. We've been in such uncertain times that what we've done in BriFlag is we found it useful not to focus on what's changing, but to focus on what is staying the same. So no matter what changes in the world and no matter what changes 
in the industry, what are the things that are going to be ever present for us as a company and for legal departments? They are really the areas you should be focusing on. What is not going to change? The legal requirements and the cost to deliver those legal services to the business is not going to change. In fact, in the short term, they may increase significantly. A focus on the operations of the legal department is paramount and will not change. Regulatory needs around the world are increasing. Again, the importance that the legal function can remain a valued business partner to the organization as much as possible is going to be increasing importance over time and not decreasing. And these are the core areas that we believe legal teams should focus on and not try to predict too much what is evolving or changing in the future. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Ian Nolan, the co-founder and CEO of BrightFlag, a legal spend and matter management software platform for corporate legal departments. Ian, thanks so very much. Thanks, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.